This is Cam Davidovich from your New England Free Jacks, and you're watching the Jacks Rangers show. Huzzah. Huzzah, Rangers. This is Phil Harris here once again at the Jacks Rangers show, and this is our New York preview. Once again, it is Rivalry Week, hashtag Rivalry Week. We are here once again. Our New England Free Jacks did beat the New York Dog Walkers down in New York um, earlier in the season. But now they're traveling up to Fort Quincy where they have beaten us twice in a row. The only team that has ever won at Fort Quincy. Um, Dave, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, Phil. You know the saddest thing about rushing through? I had a whole video game history bit I didn't get to do. Oh, darn. And, uh, Maybe next fans year. Are, our fans are broken hearted. If you really want the Miss Pac-Man lecture, you can write the show and let us know. <laughs> um, I will say that it was very cool setup that they had prior to the game against Atlanta. That was very, very cool. The AD yeah. scene was awesome. The band was really good. Um, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. But let's talk about Atlanta really quickly here. We've got 12 minutes, and we're going to use every single one. Um, in the standings, with everyone in the Eastern Conference having played nine games so far, the Rugby New York Ironworkers Professional Rugby Football Club of the Union Code, after a odd rebrand in the offseason where they added a mascot but didn't drop the rugby in front of their name, find themselves in unfamiliar territory. New York is not in second place in the Eastern Conference. They're currently in third place behind Last year's bottom feeders, D.C., they have four wins, five losses with a point differential of two points. Uh, they have 23 total table points. That is 11 points off the pace of the mighty New England Free Jacks. Every team in the Eastern Conference other than the Jacks currently have a losing record. Last week, New York were getting their butt kicked at home against Houston and crawled back into the game to make it a more respectable loss. But that wasn't the most interesting thing that took place. And I'm going to let Dave in a moment no. take over from there. Oh. But what do you make of this New York team, Dave? They have, you know, the same story that we had against toronto kind of they've got a million injuries they're really they're really not um as competitive this season as they have been in the past not only did they lose some big name players they've had as we said some tough injury luck mm -hmm. um to me the, uh, probably the most interesting thing happening in new york right now is caleb geiger the hooker the crossover player has uh who is reportedly like the strongest guy in the new york team um in one of the videos uh, uh, who do you not want to be trapped in an elevator with? One of the one of the New York players was like, oh, 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 yeah, Caleb Geiger because of his horrible protein farts. Because he's, a, oh. I'm sure he's a protein monster, right? He's a gym monster, and you gotta, you know, eat eight whole chickens a day or whatever. Sure. Um, so anyway, he he's a beast. He's super strong, and he's moved to tight head prop. And I oh. think, oh, that's a good position for people who are, you know, uh, uh, have that amount of push. So I think that could be a cool conversion. Um, he's somebody, he's fairly young, I don't know exactly his age, but he's, you know, on the younger side and, uh, you know, if he, if he has, he certainly has a lot of athleticism and if that continues to, uh, turn into rugby athleticism at the rate at which it has been, he's somebody mm -hmm. who a couple years down the road could be a, a really good player, even a national team player. So keep Absolutely. your eye on, keep your eye on Caleb Geiger. He's kind of my favorite New York guy at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I think that. Obviously, you don't want to be arrogant or complacent. Um, they're going to have to play these guys real hard, but I think yes. it's a really good game for the Free Jacks, um, and I feel uh, I feel pretty good going into it. 
I do too. And I'll tell you right now, I don't have a favorite New York player because I don't like them I- at all. <laughs> uh, if they play for New York, you're just not on my favorite player list. That's just the way it goes. Uh, Scott, the big guy, Ferrara, our New York correspondent, will be on this show later tonight to talk yeah. about the state of this team. This is a club that last season won the championship after nine games here at this point during this season has a losing record, you know, right now. So, Something stinks in New York, and it's not just the trash on the side of the street. It's the retirement of Andy Ellis that definitely has to be a factor. His leadership and experience is missing on this squad. They've had some injury woes as well, as you were talking about earlier. I said before the Atlanta game that the next two games, um, the next two weeks rather, would really show us where the Jacks will end up with the rest of the season because we're up against some traditional powerhouses of the Eastern Conference. But both of them have losing records right now. In fact, all of the Eastern Conference, other than your high-flying New England Free Jacks, have losing records nine games in, which is very, very perplexing ultimately because this last year I feel like the Eastern Conference was the powerhouse conference, but now that is definitely flipped on its head and people are a little bit uncomfortable with that. But as long as the Free Jacks are winning, I don't really care. Um, so let me see here. Da, 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 da. Let's not forget that um, this is the only team that has ever beaten the Free Jacks at home at Fort Quincy. It happened twice last year, and the last time was the most important game of the season. And with that being said, I'm going to go right into our key to the game. For me, it is let revenge fuel you. We know the players in the background have talked about how this is the Revenge Tour 2023. They understand that what happened last year left a sour taste and you know, New England fans everywhere and also themselves. So for me, it's no quarter, burn the ships. The returning players should be mad as hell and be playing like their hair's on fire in this game. The new guys need to follow suit. This is our biggest rival. We have other rivals, but none comes close to this historical and regional rivalry. Uh, What happened last year fucking sucked. Let's just put it the, the way it is. Now it's payback time, baby. And I expect it to be physical. I expect it to be very testy, and I expect us to be the aggressors, but not too much of an aggressor because we have an issue with discipline on this team. When we don't have disciplinary issues, we win games, and we when we do, we make it either hard for ourselves to win a game or absolutely lose a game, so mm-hmm. that's not going to work. So don't let them ever forget who we are. That is my key to the game. Let revenge fuel you. What do you have, Dave? Um, begin assembling Voltron. <laughs> is that is that too weird for a key to the game? You know, nope. I like to get weird. Uh, begin do. assembling Voltron. We've got a lot of very strong assembling. units in our team, right? Voltron. Like our double tackling defense that just knocks the snot out of everybody. Yes, sir. Uh, the kicking game from John Poland and Jason Patros and their ability to dictate where on the pitch we're going to play the rugby game that day. Um, our phase attack and our ability to uh, grind teams down with powerful forward phases, something we've seen new this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our ability to launch turnover attacks, our counterattack ability uh, and how lethal that is. So many different things that we do really well. So by begin assembling Voltron, I mean, I think, <laughs> start to... to um move toward that postseason peak we're in the second half of the season so let's mm-hmm. just begin assembling voltron yes um but uh start really putting those pieces together kind of continue on the sort of play we saw in the second half against atlanta last week yep um and just play teams in a way that is oppressive where it doesn't matter what 
almost what part of the match it is mm-hmm. you're going to beat them at it um whether it's you know you're making tackles while they're trying to run phases or you're kicking you know you're returning a kick like start really uh building that pressure that way begin mm-hmm. assembling voltron i think we'll i think we'll start to see it in the second half of the season they're gonna get even better is what i'm saying this team is actually believe it or not they're gonna get a little better and i think we're gonna start seeing it hopefully against new york next week that's my key i love it man i think you're absolutely right this team hasn't reached the peaks that they can reach they haven't climbed the mountaintop yet obviously most people would immediately think uh, a championship but we're talking about on a performance on the pitch level they haven't you know fired on all cylinders throughout the season there's been you know obviously glimpses of that when the Toronto game and then prior games to that as well. Yeah. But ultimately uh, I love what you're saying here is that we're just beginning because this team is built for the playoffs and built for a championship game. That's just, you know, yeah. when you boil it all down, that's exactly what the, the staff was thinking about when they were constructing this team. So now we're galloping, essentially we're, we're getting to that. Uh, we've, we're out of the trot and we're in the gallop stage so that we can, you know, race to the home stretch essentially. So um, and if with, you're listening, thinking, are you guys crazy? Did you miss that they just set a record a couple weeks ago? <laughs> like you're not wrong, and that's part of it. Our, our, sure. our you know, we certainly um, had a great performance there. Uh, so I, it, all the, as I said, like all the pieces are there, and we can we yes, put sir. them together at times. And once Voltron is fully assembled, the pieces don't come back apart. That's what there I'm talking go. about. Love it, love it, love it. So for my prediction here. I'm kind of sticking with a specific theme, um, and, and last week kind of showed that. But I'm 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 adding to it this week. So for me, I've got New York 18, which is the the same uh, score that I've picked for our opponents the past three weeks yeah. in a row now. Okay, like 18. so 18, and New England. You know, last week obviously I picked 28 for Atlanta. I really want to see the Freedax pour it on a little bit against our biggest rival, uh, and I'm going to say 38. So New York 18, New England 38, a 20-point victory at home at Fort Quincy. Exactly what our fans need against this team. Uh, I'm Last time the dice gave me big numbers was the disrespect they showed to Dallas, who almost mm-hmm. tried who tried to make us eat that disrespect. But yes. I'm hoping for another big number right now. Let's see. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have <laughs> 99 legit. What? Legit. Yeah. They're all right. We're... I usually cheese it a little bit, but no cheese today. No all cheese. Right. I got exactly 99. what I asked. I for. love it. I love all it. All right. <laughs> 99 to 76. That's unlikely. Ooh. That's pretty unlikely. Okay. Uh, but that's what the dice just said. You Phil, live so by the dice and you it. die by you the li- dice. I will. I'll, you know. So, I still maintain um, they're probably more accurate than my uh, guessing would be. Yep. So people, when we put out the graphic that maybe not haven't listened to this particular segment yet, they're, they're going like, to lose their minds. Yeah, yeah, they're really, you know, you got to listen to the show. You got to listen to the show. You find out that it's, uh, you know, some dice. I it's heard Mike Stravina yep. dis- t- talking down about the wheel they use. <laughs> so, like, he's like, he all but said, like, don't, who cares about this stupid wheel? It was basically <laughs> the tone. It wasn't his words, but that was his tone. And then he was like, no, we love our wheel. Of course. It was very funny. Shout out to Dylan. His what first free Jacks game over the basketball? weekend. Got to meet him. Yep. What is this yeah, basketball? I, you yeah. know, it's funny. I saw Dylan and I recognized him. And I almost went over and just said hi. And then I was like, ah, well, you know, he's talking to people. No big deal. I didn't realize it was his first free Jacks game. I thought I had met him. I was like, What's oh, yeah, crazy. Dylan. I know Dylan. You know, yeah. He's been a free Jacks fan since day one. He's never been to a game, you know. So it, it's great that he was able to, uh, to be there. And I got to take a picture with him. Great, uh, great ranger out there, Dylan. Right. So, um, and with that being said, we're going to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah. Go Free Jacks. New York sucks. <laughs>